Morgan. What's up, buddy? How's it going, man? Good, good. What do you want to talk about today? Yeah, man. I've been working hard in sales life with the teams lately, and I, I figure um, these are just like amazing. This is just amazing technology that I'd like to uh, talk to the uh, to the listeners about. Yeah, sweet. I've uh, love to hear about it. I've put my hands on it a little bit, um, but haven't used it at the level you have. So, uh, yeah, why don't you just give us a rundown on what it's about, why you love it, what you wish it did? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, uh, CRM, customer relationship management software, has been out forever, it seems, right? You got Salesforce, um, you know, HubSpot put together a CRM. Then you have kind of the the smaller ones, like the open source stuff, like a sugar CRM. Uh, yep. You got kind of the middle of the road and then Sightly and these kinds of things. Yeah, yep. What was great about CRM is it brought order to what, you know, when I was back in the car, car business, people talked about like note cards, right? So notepads, cards, Rolodex, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Then what we had was we had like uh, marketing automation, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Marketing automation was great. We talk about HubSpot. We don't need to talk about marketing automation today. But what happened was you had CRM and then you had the ability to start to build workflows. Like, you know, uh, call this person here, email this person here. Yep. Based on time, based on, you know, some some pieces of, of CRM, you could, you could base it off of like they click an email, they click a link in an email, right. they an open activity, it. An event triggers the action, right? right? Yeah. But that was really more uh, available in marketing automation, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what we started to see was like uh, people, myself included, back five, six years ago, um, we started to try to use marketing automation tools in our sales game. So To, to achieve those. Yeah. Those so, goals, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, so, you know, something that I would do um, back when I was launching one of my first, first ventures was yeah, I'd send out an email blast through, say, like a HubSpot. And mm-hmm. then I'd look and see who clicked and opened and all that. And then I would mm-hmm. call them. And this was a B2C play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're talking about we're, what I'm really looking for is I want to prioritize the prospects um, based, on, based on engagement. So the problem with all of that is... Now every channel is super important. It's super easy to engage in that, but there's so much going on online, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, you're getting tons of emails. You're getting, you know, there's all these different pieces of software that you can like see if they open the email, right? Mm -hmm. That's table stakes now, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and then, you know, you can log a call, um, but that wasn't always the same, you know, software is like the, for instance, like a Yesware or a Mixmax or something like that, like these tools that you could like do email stuff and then you could automate mm-hmm. the email. Then you have like LinkedIn, right? And so the picture I'm trying to paint, it, but let, before I put that all together, then you have like companies like Aller, which give you all this different data on companies, right? Yeah, like news and Yeah, exactly. Like that, right? Yeah. So... To be a to be a good salesman 
or sales rep, especially in the time of like account-based marketing, account-based sales, and this kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. you really need to be able to put all that together, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. so, uh, reps, salespeople, whatever the role, like a BDR, a sales executive, whatever they are, Mm -hmm. they need to be able to have all that information in front of them. Yeah. At the same time. And they need to be able to get some of that competitive intelligence. They need to be able to get some of that information, those nutrients that are going to help power their their next outreach or their next conversation. And prioritize their time too. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, I was testing out a new workflow before we, we came on this podcast. I made 58 dials uh, in, in about an hour and 20 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not a whole ton of connects. I set two appointments. So, you know, that... If you think about like what does that look like inside of like just a straight CRM like Salesforce, it would never happen, right? The way that I would do that is I would basically print out the list mm-hmm. and then yep. no- notate what yep. was going on. Yeah. And then I would either have myself or an admin basically go into Salesforce and update that. Mm-hmm. Well, so much data gets lost. Then yeah. you think about like, all right, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send an email based on the call that I had. Data is not in the same place when you have an external sort of email automation platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you you like talk about like email automation, but that kind of sucks now, right? Because you need to personalize stuff. So like mm-hmm. having your templates in one place that that you know you can kind of like. Do, you know, the, the 2080 rule, you know, 20% personalized, 80% template. So if we put all this together, a sales engagement tool is that wonderful sort of a little piece of everything that you need right in front of you that one also place. has like a workflow. Yeah. yeah. And then the last piece is as a sales leader, you can basically put all of this data together and get yeah. a good idea of, of rep productivity. So yeah, you, can, you can see all that's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Instead of, uh, trying to merge reports, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, like, you know, so, uh, our sales loft is on top of a Salesforce instance, by the way, this is not a sponsored sponsored. Um, <laughs> we don't podcast. have any sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we don't have any sponsors, but, but yeah. I love, I love sales loft. Sales yes. loft has done a great job. Uh, for a lot of different reasons, like deeply technical reasons. And also it's just like a, like I log into sales loft or my reps log into sales loft and they know exactly what they're doing and it's beautiful. So it's like fun to play with. Yeah. You know, and and I don't spend a lot of time in there, but I like going in occasionally, see what's going on for us, different clients. It's easy. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You get a snapshot real quick of what's going on. Yeah. Exactly. And and then the cool thing is, you know, from a from a Salesforce administrator standpoint, you know, the sales engagement tools sit on top of the CRM. So you mm-hmm. can pipe the data in. So like mm-hmm. gone are the days of like the the sales guy just completely destroying a record, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mangling yep. it. Yeah. And like the the response is like always I mean, even with very senior people who know what what like not to do, it's always like 
well, I don't have time, you know, like make it easy. And so, right. right. Or, or so, or like I have a deal that can close right now. That's the only thing I'm thinking about. So get out of my way. <laughs> right. Or I'm going right. to just be move too quick and make mistakes and you have to be okay with it because I'm trying to close a deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. And so, you know, it, the sales engagement tool, you can kind of like make it, uh, as, as one way as you need to mm-hmm. where activity is getting recorded, but like somebody, if somebody just completely destroys a record, you know, like, uh, messes up the last name and then, you know, saves it. Mm-hmm. It's not going into the the single source of truth. So I love that piece where, where you can really kind of empower a rep to like, all right, you're going to do your thing and you know, you're going to be kind of in your little silo and yeah. I'm only going to suck the information I need out of that yeah. into Salesforce. Hey, so I've so I've never managed a, a sales team. I've I've sat close to sales teams, right? Sure. But um, and been I've done a lot of selling on my own. But is that a real big problem? The data integrity and and this human error. Oh yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. What, what, so what's that look like? Just somebody's entering information, or they change it accidentally? Like, what is it most commonly? Oh uh, like, yeah, what? I mean, yeah, like little things, right? So. It, it's like the, the, um, for instance, you know, the, the person, uh, a, a sales rep will realize that, you know, the, the, we have the wrong contact in the CRM, right? So they'll just add another record without noting w- All what's right, going yeah. on in the other one. Yeah. Or, or like there's a hyphen in one company name, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, an email comes in like today, for instance, one of our clients, we have outreach going on. Has there's a person who um, reaches out to our client because her sort of manager said you need to reach out to this guy. He can solve our problem. Mm-hmm. She's not in sales loft, right? Yeah. So so company had a hyphen in its name, and it was two words with a hyphen. But but what the rep thought this is, we have some serious QA stop, you know, sort of checks and balances. What the rep thought was that the company was not in our system uh, because so the way that the email was written was that right. it was a referral. Got so it. it was easy to think, oh, this is a, you know, we write really good content. It's a referral. It, this company's <laughs> not in the system, yeah. et cetera. Right? right. So it takes, I mean, this all happened in three minutes. But in an organization that doesn't have like hardcore QA, you know, systems, yeah, that's a duplicate company, a duplicate account, and if that's mm-hmm. if that is in Salesforce with no workflows, you're pooched, right? Yeah. That sucks because now you've got that company name, two different ways, and you've got two different people attached to it. Where if you limit and you, you kind of like break that off in the sales engagement tool and you limit the amount of, of data that's flowing back in sort of unchecked, yep. you don't run into these issues as much. So the you don't have to like like beat on sales reps as much to like, you know, make <laughs> sure that everything yeah. is like perfect. You can kind of have some some tools. And I'm not advocating for lazy salespeople, but I am advocating for like, let salespeople do their job. Right. And, and then, and then, you know, kind of like manage the fallout if it comes, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So 
My my biggest piece of advice is, you know, if your team is using a CRM, if your sales team is using a CRM, um, they're probably using the wrong tool. They're probably missing out. And, uh, you know, we have built our stack to be um, more cost effective than if we were to have everybody using um, a, a Salesforce or like an enterprise, you know, or, or a, um, you know, any CRM just because, you know, the amount of labor it takes to manage that is less. The ROI is, is far more. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so really if you're not using a sales engagement tool, I highly Mm -hmm. recommend looking into it. Um, and I highly recommend looking into sales loft outreach. I've demoed it. It looks great. But Sales Loft does everything we needed to do every time. And that, when it comes to software, is rare. Sweet. Sweet. All right, man. Cool. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, I'm Chris Battis. And I am Logan Kelly. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our podcast. Have a great day. And please give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast app you are listening on. All right. Take care.